Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a comedian walking around a park in SW17 behind a hospital in which the university that I work at is situated. I walked onto campus today and discovered a lion and a unicorn hiding in a flower bed made of stone uh, and and holding crests. Uh, they represent some English traditions from years ago. And then, as if that wasn't enough, just sitting in the park eating a prawn cocktail sandwich just now, uh, a dog came and licked my actual face uh, from nowhere. Did not see it coming, suddenly just had a dog in my face. Um, and uh, it was a beautiful sort of greyhound looking whippet type thing with a lovely velvety grey fur and and it's a very very friendly pup and I don't know much more about it than that it's a beautiful day there's not a cloud in the sky as I look up uh, through a sort of canopy of trees here in the little tooting gardens play space park just walking underneath the uh, tree that is in fact a holly bush very confusing specimen that lives here and looking up through uh, sort of um, I've completely forgotten the word I'm looking for I want to say um, it's like a, a kind of a clay color what is a clay color all I can think of is a sort of like combination word which isn't a real word it's mahogany but it's not mahogany it's um Terracotta, that's it. That's it, terracotta chimney pots. Thank you for shouting that. Had your radio. Welcome to Walk the Pod. I wanted to talk a little more about a comment left by my sister, uh, the amazing Helen, maker of things, uh, who, who wrote on a post I was, I was writing about, about the writing of Ali Schultz. I mentioned it yesterday. But I've reread the comment and she was talking about how Ali Schultz blogs about the fact that we have uh, but two buttons on this great gleaming control panel that is life, our decisions and our actions. And it's very important to remember that that is all we have control over and that that may actually constitute not very much control on this great spinning rock that we inhabit as it circum navigates the the sun we really don't have very much control at all and that can feel panic inducing at times particularly over the last 18 months but in a sense we have a huge opportunity available to us in that once we've worked this out uh, we can relax quite a lot like there really isn't much control that we can exert and we have two choices we can either surrender to that lack of control or we can continue trying to control what we cannot control and we can suffer the associated stress and anxiety now obviously it's not that easy it's not that straightforward just to stop trying to control things we can't control doesn't work like that but at least knowing it helps us to understand uh, what what might make it easier to be a human in the world and a human particularly at work 
I think we've all experienced the situation where we need something to happen, but there are what the work environment calls interdependencies, i.e. somebody isn't returning my email. Um, and, and what do we do in this situation? Well, quite honestly, just putting, putting a crisp packet in a bin, that's what you could hear there. Quite honestly, uh, the answer is, well, we're just going to have to go around the fact that we're not getting a reply to our email. I'm not here to tell you how to do work or indeed anything that involves uh, waiting for email responses from people. But it's just one small example of the ways in which uh, an unreturned message can be stressful. And there's absolutely nothing we can do to make that person reply quicker or reply at all. And so the best thing to do is not to, not to hope for that in the first place. Or at least not to, not to sort of spiritually strain towards it. And maybe if we think about what we can control in that situation, I guess what you can do is you can work on the way that you communicate in order to make it easier for people to respond up to a point. And that point is the point at which you start trying to be somebody else in order to elicit a response. And that point is a point at which to down tools and remember that you are enough as you are. <coughs> somebody somebody um, put on response to some kind of tweet I saw the other day. Uh, if you don't get a response from an email or a text or a tweet or whatever, but you're being yourself, well, there's no problem there. The trash took itself out. Uh, which, is, which, is, which is sort of in a dating context. It wasn't really in a work context. Obviously, the trash does not take itself out when you're trying to get a response from someone in a council or what have you. It's not quite the same. Um, but I guess all any of us is trying to do is just to be ourselves, not try to be someone else for someone else, not taking on other people's values and other people's goals, but to dig a bit deeper for our own. <coughs> and it's tricky that, you know, it really is. And I think we have to pay close attention to our emotions because our emotions can sometimes tell us what our values are if we're not sure. When we feel angry, when we feel a sense of injustice, it tells us what's important to us. And the more we pay attention to that, rather than try not to feel it, the more clarity we can get on what we need, etc. I seem to be in a very philosophical mood today. Let me tell you a bit about what I can see directly in front of me. I can see another pup. It's not a greyhound pup, this one. It's more like a little bulldog. Small brown dog. You know, you know my track record with small brown dogs. I'm not good at identifying what they are. I can also see various twigs. I'm walking around on some grass under some beautiful trees with the sunlight glinting through the branches at me. I can see a small cloud of tiny insects in the air. 
I would not attempt to identify those either, given that I can't even identify an actual dog. I'm not going to be able to identify a small cloud of flying creatures either. And I'm doing an exciting thing this evening. I'm going to Kentish Town to do a comedy gig. And I am just going to go on stage and see what happens rather than carefully prepare a set, which is what I used to do. Now that's not going to work very well for the audience because it's not going to be as good as the times when I've prepared a set properly. But, and this is the important thing, it makes it a more sustainable hobby if I don't have to plan for it. In exactly the same way as making this podcast in the way that I make it, where I record it for exactly 10 minutes, do no pre-production and no post-production whatsoever, makes it possible for me to make this without it being an extra thing that I can't actually cope with. I've got to make all these things work for me. And I hope you're making all your things work for you as well. It's a lovely book by Jeff McCowan called Essentialism, which talks about how it's really important to keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And I absolutely agree with that, but I also like to do all the other things. Like, I would be very sad if I couldn't do, like, stand-up comedy gigs sometimes, or if I couldn't podcast. I need to broadcast a little bit. That's a little... one of the ways my personality works. I need to do a little bit of connecting with more than just the people I'm talking to every day. And so whilst I try and keep the main thing the main thing in terms of my job, I want to do a little bit, a little bit of performing and broadcasting on the side. And this is the way that I've worked out that it can work. So that's what I'm doing. And in this case, the podcast has been an absolute triumph because it has allowed me to get out for a daily walk. And that was really the main point of it, rather than it being a, rather than it being a broadcasting opportunity. But lovely that I get to do both. A couple of people in scrubs walking past directly in front of me and behind them a lady with an over-the-shoulder handbag which is the same colour as their scrubs. Wow, thank you universe. Very, very beautiful um, little vignette there that only I have noticed. But now you can imagine it in your mind's eye as well. I can see the blood collection pickup point in front of me. Uh, stuck on a label, a, a notice, a sign, that's the, that's the word, I'm not doing very well with words today, a sign stuck on the side of the Tooting Blood Donor Centre, and as I come out of the park, I have in front of me a bin with a metal plaque on the top of it, with a bunch of cigarette butts that have been stubbed out, abandoned on the top. I hope you've had a, a lovely morning this Thursday. I'm looking forward to coming back with a Friday episode tomorrow. Uh, and I will also be sending an email to the patrons of Walk the Pod. So you have time, if you want to, to join the Walk the Pod walking club today and you'll get that email tomorrow morning. Go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and sign up for one of the tiers of support. It's been an absolute delight to walk with you as ever in the sunshine this Thursday lunchtime. Thank you for walking with me and I'll be back tomorrow.